Now on the Climate Monitor podcast, the great cities, hotspots of global wealth creation, are huge emitters of greenhouse gases. Civic leaders could be among those best placed to save the planet. This report is by Tim Radford of the Climate News Network from London on June 6, 2018. Governments anxious to reduce the national use of fossil fuels and limit climate change now know where to start in the great cities. New research has confirmed what, with the benefits of hindsight, should have been obvious, that 54% of humanity that lives in cities now accounts for more than 70% of global energy use. And a new study of the so-called carbon footprint of 13,000 of the world's urban areas has identified the most effective places to start. The top 100 highest footprint cities worldwide drive roughly 20% of the global carbon footprint, according to Dr. Daniel Moran of the Norwegian University of Science and Technology. The doctor states this means concerted action by a small number of local mayors and governments can significantly reduce national carbon footprints. Dr. Moran and colleagues from Japan, the U.S., and Sweden report in the journal Environmental Research Letters that they define cities as densely populated, contiguously built-up urban areas, often straddling administrative boundaries. From space, Manchester and Salford in the United Kingdom would look like one city, Manhattan and Brooklyn in the U.S. or Tokyo and Yokohama in Japan would fade into each other. The researchers then matched all the information they could find about existing carbon footprints, estimates of energy consumption, with national statistics on spending patterns, regional purchasing power data, and population maps. Cities, which are historic concentrations of people, business, industry, government, legislation, learning, and inventiveness are also concentrations of economic growth. 600 urban centers are thought to account for about 60% of global gross domestic product. Cities may drive climate change, but they are also concentrations of people who will be most at risk, not just because cities are hotter than the surrounding countryside, but because as the world warms, more people in more cities become increasingly vulnerable to extremes of heat and flood. The message of the study is simple. When it comes to reducing fossil fuel use, carbon footprint, and emissions of greenhouse gas, the mayors, governors, councils, and city bosses have as much opportunity as national governments and more direct influence. The scientists assembled their list of 13,000 cities from data from 187 of the world's nations, Altogether, 195 nations in December 2015 in Paris agreed to work together to contain global warming driven by fossil fuel use and the consequential increases in atmospheric carbon dioxide to, if possible, no more than 1.5 degrees Celsius above historic levels by 2100. In fact, the world has already warmed by about 1 degree Celsius on average in the last century, the challenge is to act in time to stop global warming rising to catastrophic levels. And the new study delivers some useful places to begin. 
The top 100 cities are home to only 11% of the world's population, but drive 18% of the global carbon footprint. The top three, Seoul in Korea, Gangzhou in China, and New York in the U.S. are no surprise, but other metropolitan areas with unexpectedly large carbon footprints include Cologne in Germany, Manchester in the U.K., and Montreal in Canada. Of the top 200, 41 cities, and these include Cairo in Egypt, Dhaka in Bangladesh, and Lima in Peru, are in countries where both the total emissions and emissions per head are low. But many of the world's most carbon-intensive cities are in the world's richest nations, that is, their civic authorities have resources with which to act. Dr. Moran stated that the fact carbon footprints are highly concentrated in affluent cities means that targeted measures in a few places and by selected coalitions can have a large effect covering important consumption hotspots. Thanks for joining this installment of the Climate Monitor podcast. I'm Mitch Chester. Earth's Climate Channel, Climate Monitor, stream broadcasts as a public service video and films about climate change and sea level rise issues, research news and solutions on Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV with Alexa, and the climatemonitor.tv. The Climate News Network is a free and objective service publishing a daily news story on climate and energy issues. For insightful climate reporting, please visit climatenewsnetwork.net. And please check this space for additional Climate Monitor podcasts.